Who's good at racquetball? Harry, Mikey, Tucker. I need some competition. Welcome to the Mindset is Art Podcast, where we take a moment to get away from the mindless scrolling to focus on enhancing the quality and experience of life through the four pillars, health, wealth, love, and fulfillment. I'm your host and mindset coach, CJ Leedy, and how often do you really feel alive? You know, that moment where it really hits you and you're just like, wow, all of this is happening. I'm here. Life is on play, where it just really strikes you down to your core. So if you know the feeling I'm talking about, it's one of the most amazing conscious experiences that we can have where you just really feel alive, especially when our day-to-day life tends to be this ongoing process of getting things done. The focus always seems to be on moving from where we are to where we want to be. And, you know, we're thinking through our history and we're comparing that to the present just to give us this sense of what to do next. It's very easy for the mind to get wrapped up in this concept of the past and of the future. But how often do we really direct 100% of our attention on the now? It really is the eternal location of our consciousness, you know, where we really become present and aware of this very moment, that recognition that you are alive. You're out there in this big world smack in the middle of seemingly infinite time scale. And in this very moment, you are alive. You're here to experience it all. You know, and just 200 years ago, you were not, and likely 200 years from now, you won't be. But right now, you are. You're here. And don't get me wrong, I'm all about creating a better future and learning from the past and not disregarding that in any ways. But there's a time and a place for it all. And it's definitely not all the time and every place. You know, we need to have space to be in awe of the moment, to be appreciative for all that we have in this very moment, at this very second just to feel the fact that we're alive. After all, what is it that we're chasing? The constant pursuit to improve our circumstances. But for what? So that we can appreciate it more in the future than we can right now? That's all mentality. That's all a perspective. Because we all know that time moves fast, and the older that we get, the faster it seems to move. So how do we really slow it down? How do we really take life in before it passes us by? And how do you make sure that you are present for the most beautiful moments of your life? Ensuring that reality doesn't just blink right on past us. And how do we get out of our heads and into our hearts and into our gut and into our spirit and into our life and into the world versus being consumed with all these thoughts about where we're going and where we've been and what we're trying to do, but to really just be conscious of, wow, I'm here. This is happening. I'm alive. Well, there's many different routes to this, and I believe it should be a little bit different for everybody based on who you are and how you get in touch with yourself and with your life. But I'm going to cover three very practical tools today to create more present moment awareness. And as I was coming up with this, I actually thought of two different little bonuses that I may give you at the end. If I'm feeling alive, we'll get them to you. So number one, I did not come up with this one on my own. I've heard a lot of variations of it, but this is called the Raisin Exercise. It's a great one for beginners who are trying to really get in touch with mindfulness and start to practice different forms. And it's called the Raisin Exercise, but you can do it with any type of food. Take your dinner tonight, for example, if you're with people where they're not going to think you're a weirdo for doing this. But for example, you take the raisin. What you do is before you eat it, you want to put yourself into a state of mind where you have never seen a raisin before. You got to really clear your memory slate and just come to it with that pretending feeling. Imagine you're a caveman or something. You've only ever eaten a certain group of foods and now you have a raisin sitting in front of you. And whatever you got to do to really put yourself in that state and then spend a few minutes to truly inspect that raisin, the way that it looks how it feels, how your skin responds to its manipulation. You can sniff it a little bit. You pull it up to the light. Does it look different in different lightings? Really observe whatever that food is really closely in a totally different way that you ever had before. Become very in tune with it. Then go ahead and taste it and really pay close attention to the taste of it. The beginning right when you first bite into it, as you chew on it, the taste after you swallow it. Really dive into that one second, that moment with your food. 
and take as much time as you can in the observation process with both sides of the eating and actually looking at it. You know, feel the weight of it. Notice the color of it. Really bring your awareness to the scent. And as you eat, eat very slowly and concentrated and just notice that taste and the texture and the whole experience of just eating that one thing. Now, it may seem a little bit crazy. You're like, why am I going so deep on one little raisin? That's not connecting me to my feeling of aliveness and all of that. But notice how you feel because as you become so detail-oriented and paying close, close attention on one thing, it's bringing your mind to the present moment, to what is right in front of you. It's taking the time to notice what's happening in your environment, maybe to one specific thing, but it brings you into the moment because you can't be thinking about the future. You can't be thinking about what you need to go do or what you just did. You have to be thinking specifically about that one thing at hand. And actually, this is a great way to get more in tune with your eating experience. You may say, oh, how do these sommeliers and all these professional eaters, you know, how do they get so good at understanding little tastes, little flavors? Well, they're probably very, very in tune with the experience of eating because they've spent so much focused energy really getting into that moment. It can also be seen as a Zen practice of eating. In the words of Eckhart Tolle, he talks about in his book, he says, time isn't precious at all because it is an illusion. What you perceive as precious is not the time, but the one point that is out of time, the now. That is precious indeed. The more you are focused on time, past, and future, the more you miss the now, the most precious thing there is. So being present in the moment, it's crucial for fulfillment, but it's also a huge hack for a high-level performance. You know, reaching a flow state is all about being present in the moment. I'm sure you can think of your closest relationships. You are best when you are fully focused on exactly what's happening in that moment, being very attentive and in tune with the other person. Or certainly in your work, if you're truly focused deeply on your task at hand or on the call that you're in, the more in tune, the more mindful, the more present that we are the better we are at the things that we do. And ultimately, it's about getting out of your head and into the environment where the now is ultimately taking place. You know, moving from this feeling of self-consciousness, and you can actually dig a little bit deeper on that word, self-consciousness. At least for me, that word has sort of taken on maybe a different meaning than what it is at its core. You know, it feels like self-conscious. Oh, that person is self-conscious. It sounds like a negative thing. It sounds like, oh, that person has anxiety. Oh, they're so self-conscious. Or that they have these negative thoughts about themselves. Oh, don't be so self-conscious, you know. But if you really break that down and really strip it from any negative or positive meaning, self-conscious just means that you are thinking of yourself. You are aware of one's self. And there's nothing wrong with that. Self-consciousness is part of just being human. It's great in many ways. It's part of how we know that we are alive and how we are experiencing the world. But really the idea of mindfulness techniques, at least for me, is to lower my level of self-consciousness by placing my consciousness on something that is not just me or not just my thoughts more than anything. Ultimately, it's about getting out of your head and into your environment. That is where the now takes place. So here's number two. It's actually very similar to the raisin experience, but you can do this anywhere. You don't have to be eating. I've been doing this one for years intermittently. This is called the five senses exercise. So you just go through your five senses. I like to vary which order I do the senses in based on the experience that I'm currently having, where I am. Really look at what's the most unique thing about your environment in that moment. If you're in a public place, maybe it's a lot of noises around you. So maybe you want to start with that. So you close your eyes or you fixate on something. You're not really looking anymore and you just take in the sounds and spend anywhere from 30 seconds to a full minute where you just note every sound you can hear in your environment. Just consciously say, okay, that's a bird. Okay, those people are laughing. Oh, there's some clanking of plates behind me. Oh, I hear the breeze against the trees or maybe the dripping of water. Maybe you hear some air conditioning in the background. Just becoming conscious of all the different sounds in your environment. Then next, take another 30 seconds to a minute and just notice everything that you see. 
and look at it in a different way. Look at the colors or count how many people are around or look at the different shapes or look at how the lighting is coming in. You know, notice things in a different way sight-wise than you typically look at. Then go around and spend time thinking of everything you can smell. Maybe you smell some fast food restaurant across the street. Or maybe you catch a little whiff of the pine trees if you're outside. Maybe you smell your own breath if you need to brush your damn teeth. Maybe somebody's cooking some food. You know, whatever it is, just taking in the sense around you. And then noticing the things that you feel. Maybe it's the texture of your pants or the feeling of the breeze on your skin. Or maybe it's rubbing your hands across the smooth texture of a table or something around you. There's being very conscious and feeling things in a different way. Feeling the temperature of the room. And then this one's kind of dependent a little bit. Noticing the things that you can taste. Again, if you haven't brushed your teeth, you might get a little rude awakening on this one. But what can you taste? Maybe there's something around you you can sip. Whether it's some water, hot chocolate, or chewing a piece of gum. Just taking 30 seconds to a minute and just really noticing exactly what you taste. And it's a short amount of time. If you do this and really take it seriously, you will notice you will feel very present in the moment. You'll feel very aware of your surroundings. And it gives you that sense of feeling really alive, being, wow, I'm really here in this moment. So that's number two, the five senses. And number three, this one's a little bit different. It's about taking your attention off of what's going on around you and putting your attention inside of yourself. This can be a really beautiful experience to get in tune with your body. You know, sometimes we're so stuck in our heads, we're so stuck in our thoughts that we forget to really check in with what's going on inside of our body. So you can really think of this as either deep muscle relaxation or just the process of body scanning for mindfulness. You can do it really at any place at any time. A great way to do it is to sit down in a chair and close your eyes so you can really tune in with this moment. But you can do it right now as you're just listening to this podcast. So you just do a very slow and focused body scan. You start in the toes of your feet. You just run through each one of your toes. You think of the big toe. You think of the middle toe. You think through all your toes down there. And you scan slowly through the rest of your feet. You feel the arches. You feel the top of your feet. You feel your ankles. You feel your heels. Just really become aware. and Really feel them in a different way. Be very conscious of them. You may notice, man, I really don't spend a lot of time thinking of this part of my body or really feeling it. At least for me, it makes me feel more in touch with my body. Like, wow, my feet are down there. I just don't think about my feet. I don't really feel them that often. Kind of this strange idea, but they're there. They're a part of you. And they influence the things that you do. The way that your feet feel affects the way that the rest of your body feels. If you're not consciously taking some time to be like, oh, you know, man, you just need to stretch that a little bit this way or whatever it is. Now, that's part of what can be really great about this body scan is you tune in. You may notice something. You're like, oh, I have a little weird feeling there. Maybe you should get that checked out. Every little thing in your body is affecting your whole body. It may seem obvious, but really just slowing down to be appreciative. And then, you know, moving up into your legs, moving up into your lower legs, like the calves and your shins, feeling your knees feeling into your thighs and really taking time to be appreciative. Like, wow, you know, think of how many miles you walk with these legs. You don't really give them that much thought. How many times you sit up, stand down, but I got that backwards, sit down or stand up. Now think of how many things you do with your legs. Maybe moving up into your abdomen, into your chest or your lower back, feeling all the way up into your upper back, just being so conscious of feeling it, maybe moving around a little bit, kind of stretching it, feeling how it feels, feel your spine, feel the back of your ribs, your shoulder blades, feel your heart. Really tune in for a second and just be very conscious of all this. Moving up into your shoulders, maybe moving your arms a little bit. Then moving down into your arms, feeling your biceps and your triceps. And down into your elbow and into your forearms and your hands and the fingers and the palms. The backs of your hands and your wrists. Being conscious of your fingertips, maybe rubbing them a little bit and being very in tune. Moving up into your neck and into your face and your jaw and your mouth, your nose, your cheeks, your ears, your forehead, your scalp. It's like we were saying before, that whole idea of self-consciousness. You know, you may look at this and be like, well, I'm becoming very self-conscious as I'm doing this. But what it's doing is taking you out of your head and putting you into your body. Sometimes that is the most powerful feeling of shift to be conscious of exactly how we are feeling in that moment. And to not be stuck in the future and ideas of what's going on and all that. Just to be present in your body. Just to be aware of what's happening. 
Now, honest question, how often do you really slow down and just tune in with your physical body versus just waking up, running around, taking care of your to-do lists and tasks, work, and then going to the gym and then watching TV? Just taking that moment to really get into your body can really shift all of that. An important caveat here, this is not about fighting against your current state of mind, fighting against your current feelings and saying, well, I'm trying to feel a different way. Like you'll find in the works of Eckhart Tolle in The Power of Now, he says, don't look for peace. Don't look for any other state other than the one you're in now. Otherwise, you'll set yourself up for inner conflict and unconscious resistance. Forgive yourself for not being at peace. The moment you completely accept your non-peace, your non-peace becomes transmuted into peace. Anything you accept fully will get you there. That will take you into peace. This is the miracle of surrender. All right, so those are the three. The raisin exercise, the five senses, and body scanning. Like I said, I'm going to give you some bonuses here. I think I'm going to give you at least one of these. I might save the other one for another podcast. And I think I might have actually talked about this one on the podcast about a year ago, but I really like this one. So this one's called the four-year memory blip. So this one's more of a reframe. It's more of a perspective shift versus doing something where you're putting your physical consciousness on something. When I was in college, I was friends of friends with this girl who fell off her bed and lost four years of her memory absolutely crazy. She was a freshman in college at the time, and she essentially flashed back to being a freshman in high school. Really terrible and hard thing to experience and accept, especially for her friends and family. A lot of her friends she didn't even remember because she had met them in that four-year period. So basically, after I heard about that, I was so fascinated with what would that concept be like. So the whole next day, I spent about 30 minutes, and I just placed myself mentally back four years prior. I thought about where I was as a freshman in high school. I basically meditated on it for about 30 minutes. I really got present into that moment, just imagining that that is exactly where I was. I was remembering all the things that I would do back then, who I was friends with, what I was thinking about, how I looked physically, you know, putting yourself in that place. Then you wake yourself back up, you come into the present moment and you pretend like, wow, I just blipped forward four years. And you really place yourself there. You come back to this present moment and you see everything around you intentionally from a fresh perspective and notice just walking around for the next few hours and just be like, wow, where am I? Like, what am I doing? Who am I friends with? Or who's my spouse or my girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever I'm with? You know, and just taking in that moment of like, whoa, this is incredible. Or notice if you have any dreams that you were working on back then that are just your normal reality now. Really taking in the beauty of your life and how far you've come. Just being appreciative of exactly what you have. Looking at your car. Wow, I've got that badass car that I always wanted. I've done this many times over the years and I've had some very powerful experiences with all this. You know, it really breaks you free from the confines of everything that's going on in your life. Just to be in the present moment. and Just be like, wow, you know, look where I am right now. It's really incredible. And you know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking maybe I should hold this last one for another podcast. But you know what? You're here. You're still around for it. I'm going to give it to you as the final bonus piece. I like to call this one bonus time. And just to set the stage a little bit, you know, there's varying scales of the enjoyment of life that we can really experience. And one of the most essential ingredients of having an incredible experience on earth and really within your life is to be present, to feel the beauty of the moment and to appreciate and cherish these little seconds and to recognize that this is not guaranteed. You being here at this very moment, it's not a right, it's a privilege. It's something you are lucky to be experiencing in this moment could have been taken away from you many times in the past you know it's many elements of luck that come into our existence so i call this one bonus time because after my friends passed away i've talked about this in a few different settings but a handful of friends who passed away in a short succession of time and the funerals almost felt surreal and i felt in each one of them like wow i was sort of watching as if it were myself that it passed away and how my friends and how my family might react to that what they might say about my life and all this stuff so as i went through those it sort of created this reset in my brain of like what if i had passed away there you know, there was a lot of circumstances where I could have easily been me. And I've certainly had a handful of close calls with death. So I think about it of like, you know what? This time is really bonus time. You know, it wasn't guaranteed. I'm so lucky that it's here. 
I got to just appreciate it for exactly what it is. You can't be like, oh, you know, I wish things were going a little bit better than they are and blah, blah, blah. No, you are here. I don't care how good or how bad your life is. You are alive. And that is beautiful. And you hear these stories of people who have these near-death experiences where maybe they died for a short period of time and came back to life. And oftentimes they tap into this feeling of like, wow, everything is a bonus now. You know, I could have easily not been here for any of this. I really wasn't supposed to. I was dead, you know? And when you really feel that, it shakes you to your core and it puts life in its most raw and organic form. You know, it has nothing to do with successes, money, progress, all of that. It's just about the basic, about being alive. There's nothing more, nothing less, just the gift of life. And that's what really brings you into present awareness and appreciation for exactly what you have. You know, to truly feel alive, to have those epiphanies in life where it all just feels so real. Where you're just like, holy shit, I am alive. I'm alive right now. I'm here in this moment. It's incredible. All this time lies in the past and in the future, but in this moment, I am here. When you really just have that power to just feel it and to be present and to really do whatever you please, truly feeling aware and conscious of the gift of life. And we all have that power to feel the gift of life and to be appreciative for it. It's really just about directing your consciousness wisely. That's the point of all these exercises that we talked about today. You know, there's specific ways. Maybe it's different for you. Maybe you have your own ways of really tapping in with the moment and feeling alive. And that's great. It really comes down to directing your attention, directing your focus, directing your thought patterns in a wise way to bring about the realities and the beauty of life. So that's what we're working with today. Hey, it would mean the world to me if you want to leave a rating review or share this with somebody that you thought might find value. But more than anything, I just appreciate you being here. For more on coaching, my book, Tune Your Mind, which I'll link down in the show notes and other mindset motivation, head over to cjlead.com. This is the Mindsets Art Podcast, and thanks for going to MIA with me today.